Hello and welcome to the punting monologue. Monologue, hmm, all about me, the punting monologue. I am Sonny Munn and with me as always is Ben Clifton to crunch all the numbers and the stats and get us into the new year with a fistful of dollars. New year, new you guys. Benny, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, Sonny. How are you going, mate? Sensational. Happy New Year's to everyone out there if you are listening to this on the 1st of the 1st. Just a reminder that we were in Doombin as well, so feel free to dive over and listen to that pod. We've gone through the card and got you some winners there. Wow, Benny has. I haven't. I haven't done anything, really. But feel free to go and listen to that if you haven't already. But let's get straight to the track. How's the Flemington track and the weather going to be for New Year's Day, mate? Yeah, it's going to be good for the rails uh, in the four metres. Probably one of the fairer rail positions. It was in the true last time. It's sort of when it's in the true, it's hard for leaders to win. But I think in the in the four metres, it sort of gives the leaders a chance. So um, I think we can look at this meeting with a little bit of confidence because we got a dry track at Flemington uh, with some good horses. So. Um, I think we can be very confident going into this. And we're playing early. We're not sort of getting involved later on, as, as is generally generally the case. Well, it worked for us last week, mate. So I'm more than happy to go hard early and sit on my haunches with a pocket full of cash. Race one, a bit of a dash for cash. The New Year Sprint. Oh, 1,000 metres. We've got a favourite at Exploring at 390. Croatian Bell for your Luka Modric fans at 420. Extremely Wicked at 460. Ode to Joy at 480. Double figures the rest. Are we on anything here, mate? Yeah, uh, no, we're not. There's only one horse who's had a race here. That's Croatian Bell up the top. That's $4.20 at the moment. $4.00. Um, one at Moody Valley on debut, didn't run any time, and I just don't know if it's any good. It's sort of, uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be backing it. And then if you have a look at the unraced brigade, probably the horse who's had the best market support is Ode to Joy, the Anthony and Sam Friedman horse with Ben Mallon to ride. But we just don't know enough about these horses. I don't like to get involved in the jump outs. Who knows who's riding them? Who knows how much they're trying? Yeah, it's just a, a real hard. It's really hard to get a guide on them through the jump outs. So. I'm not getting involved here. It's one of those races. We can have a look at how the, the straight is playing because there's a couple of races later on down the straight which uh, are important. So um, shouldering arms, as you say, Sonny. Well, I'm tipping with only one horse actually having run. It's nigh on impossible to pick form from horses that literally have no form. No form. Exactly. So I'm going to let you get away with shouldering arms on that one, champion. I know a lot of punters like to get involved in the jump outs, betting off the jump outs, but I think it's a quick way to the poorhouse for mine. Sorry, just to confirm there, did you just say quick way to the poorhouse? That's right. Is that not the term? No, no, I believe it is the term. I was just worried that my ears were playing tricks on me and that the P was a W and it was some sort of other house, but that's fine. <laughs> Let's hope we're not in the poor house or any other house of ill repute for that matter come New Year's Day. Let's dive over to race two, mate. The Australian Trainers Association, 1,400 metres. We've got favouritism on Papillon. Papillon Club at 280. Hennessy Lad at 310. Calico Jack. Sounds like a goddamn Wiggles character. Calico Jack at 650. Prairie Flower at 850, double figures the rest all the way down to Delightful Shecky at 67s. I think Calico Jack will be scratched. It, it won at Cranbourne oh, okay. on okay. Thursday night or whenever it was. Papillon Club we're with here. Nice, it nice. resumed at Geelong. Didn't really have many favours from that wide gate. was caught wide, but just completely blitzed them. Ran good time. Second horse has since come out and won. 
maps really well here. Craig Williams sticks with it, drops a couple of kilos. Should just be in behind the leaders. Hopefully one off the fence so it doesn't get cluttered up. But really, really nice horse. Ran through the line at Geelong. And even at its first run at Cranbourne, it ran behind a nice horse called River Ribble. So very keen Papillon Club. I'm completely against Hennessy uh, Lad. I'm not really sure it's much good. I mean, it does have a good racing pattern. Goes forward, good camp. I just think it's it's limited despite winning its first two starts. Hasn't ran time on either occasion. So I am with Papillon Club. Very confident. I think it, it could be the best on the card. I like it. Very confident on Papillon. Good read too, Papillon, for anyone out there who's into their French incarceration novels. Race three over 1,400. Again, we've got Bellet Rich at 3.40. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Wrote to Arataki. Yeah, let's go that. Wrote, wrote to Arataki at 3.90. Shuffle Dancer at 7.50. Then there's a handful of double figures. Mate, Bellet Reach, the top weight favourite, rings a bell. Did we, or did you tip that the other week? How did it run? Ran really well. It got completely um, hip and shouldered at the 300 and sort of, yeah, knocked it right off balance. And then kept finding line. I, I thought it was a really good run and uh, it drops in grade here. It probably There's a, probably a little bit of a query on where, where it maps, but I think it can sit three wide. I don't think there's a lot of tempo in this race. So I'm happy for it to sit midfield three wide, hopefully with cover. Um, and I think it'll be too good. I think Ballot Reach uh, is a bet on the card. I'm against Road to Arataki. I know it was impressive flashing late coming out of the same race as Ballot Reach, but um, it's going to be completely out the back. Um, Jamie Cargo's on board, but I just it just has shown no inkling to settle any closer than last. So I'm against it. Shuffle Dancer, I think it has its limitations. It's at $7.50. All about Ballot Reach here, Sonny. Third up ready for its peak rating uh, of the of the campaign and it's a really nice mare so i think we can get the money early with it all right we're on a roll papillon into bellet reach we're on fire early i like it surely they come in hey i've just noticed there's a couple of bells in the mix here down the bottom we've got electric bell you've got bellet reach there was another bell earlier are they all from the same sort of stable or is that just coincidence that's uh, coincidence I, I didn't even notice that but they're all mares or fillies so they're probably female names. There's no non-binary names in there, mate. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Be tough to fit on the form guide. Him, her, them, they, Mayor Philly. Yeah. So we'll just stick to the names that we've been given. <laughs> We're moving on now. Race four now at Flemington. We've got 1,100 metres. The Victorian Jockeys Association getting involved. Another clear favourite here in Vermentino, if you like your wine-producing grapes. Number nine, Cy, is at 480. A Cy... Propice or Propice or Propice, I'm sure you'll correct me, it's 650, stripped back at 750, and then it blows out all the way down to the last Napoleon with his hat at 51. Vermentino, the clear favourite at 245, do we like that, mate? Yeah, we're back in this as well. There is a chance it runs at Mooney Valley on Saturday, so... Oh, cheeky. Um, we'll see what happens there, but um, it's a really nice horse. I think the main thing about its last win, it just jumped straight to the front, kept going, but there's a big wind on that day at Sandown, and leaders weren't winning. I think uh, there was a bit more merit in the win that than probably it appeared on face value, so I think it'll... It'll go to the front again, and it'll, t- it'll take a bit of running down. It's a really, really progressive horse. Malum sticks with it, and um, I think it's probably destined for better races than this. Sai is the second favourite. Jamie Carr, drawn barrier one. It's going to get back on the inside down the straight. That's not where you want to be. I'm against it. Propus is drawn barrier 13, so it's going to be in the right part of the track. It'll come late. It was a really good run last start. In the same race as Sai, uh, didn't have much luck getting a run. 
Craig Williams sticks with it, drops three and a half kilos, so it's a legitimate danger to the favourite. And probably the horse I'm against is drift back. I think it'll uh, drift to double figure on. So I'm with Fermentino. I'm worried about proper, so I'm against Cy and I'm against stripped back. Very comprehensive. I like that. I noticed you mentioned Vermentino was a very progressive horse. Maybe hope isn't lost when it comes to non-binary horse labelling. It's 2023. You just never know. Let's move on to race five. 1,700 metres here. We've got a Q's at 550, top of the pops. I'm a Shelby at six. Hasseltoff at 650. Crikey, you could throw a blanket over him. Rambler Rebel at seven. Rajneesh Delicious at seven. Oceanography at 850. This looks tough. It's impossible. If you have a look at the speed map, Rambler Rebel will go forward. Rajneesh will go forward. Oceanography will go forward. The favourite accused will probably be midfield on the rail, which is probably not ideal, but... Yeah, I couldn't find any edge here. Accused, I thought I had to put on for it last start. I won't get it as easy this time. Yeah, it was just such an even market. I couldn't find anything that I really want to back. But, you know, sort of that race where if you'd be backing multiple horses given how flat the market is. But I'm not getting too involved here. I just think it's too hard. And we just have a rest and uh, enjoy the New Year's Day. Yeah, have a knees up. We've already got ourselves off to an absolute flyer. So there's no need to push too hard. Let's dive into race six, 1,400 metres, the Chester Manifold Stakes. I don't know if I trust that guy. So favouritism here, we got Paldoro at 360. Corner pocket for all the Eddie Charlton fans out there at 460. Nicolini Vito at 650 at seven bucks biometric, eight bucks Crosshaven, subconscious. At 8.50, looks like Elvis. Think I saw him at 7.11 at 9.50, and then it blows out the rest. Are we getting involved here, Benjamin? Yep. Paldoro, we're getting involved here. I think this is a, the horse of horse of the summer. Whoa. In that, I think it'll be the form lines to follow. It's had two runs back. Very impressive. Form's held up. Ran good time. Even the last start of Packingham was caught wide. Probably the place to be, but... Um, Nonetheless, it was a good win. Jamie Carr jumps aboard, drops in weight. It's got a good little turn of foot. I think it'll roll forward from barrier 10 and hopefully get a spot just in behind him. So I think it'll be hard to beat Paldoro. Of the others, corner pocket, I was waiting for its third up run, which it, it gets here and looks ready to peak after after sort of a tough run last start behind Nicolino Vito, where it was caught outside the lead and uh, gets a senior jo- jockey. But... I just think this race has come up a little bit harder than they expected, so I'm um, against corner pocket. Probably the horse that you need to be wary of is subconscious up the top. It's an import who's having its first start for Kieran Maher and David Eustace. We don't know a lot about it. We do know that it has shown plenty of ability overseas in the US. Um, I just want you to watch the market with this horse. If there's a late market push, particularly if you're back in Paldoro with me, if there's a late market push for subconscious, I'll be back in uh, having something on it as well. But um, Paldoro, the one, and a little bit of a watch on subconscious because uh, on its overseas form, it should be very competitive in this. Yeah, okay. Just glancing down the field, I noticed a Catch-22, one of the great novels of all time so i might stick with that as my own bet considering we got a bit of papillon earlier with some french literature then the joseph heller classic catch 22 you're very well read aren't you ah, i read it on the back of a coaster once mate won't worry about that the leonard copeland singlet would suggest otherwise but um yes i'm currently in the old melbourne tigers kmart number 21 jersey is it leonard copeland or is it warwick giddy or is it andrew gase Mate, it's Lennard. It was six bucks at Savers. I said, here's ten. Keep the change. And that's a slight on Lennard Copeland to think that he wouldn't be well read. That guy can read a playbook and a defense better than anyone else. He made 
Andrew Gaze, the man he is today. So I think uh, it would probably work the other way. Nah, look, he'd be nothing without Lennard, but let's face it, no one in the Tigers' outfit back then would be anything without Lindsay Gaze. Alrighty, let's dive over to race seven. Seven of eight on the card at Flemington. This one's got a bit of length to it. 2,800 metres. Top weight per sand is our favourite at 3.20. Then Regal Lion at 4.40. Sound. Hmm. Naming committee didn't spend too long on that one. 5.50. Nobel Heights. Nobel Heights, rather. Ah, more of a literary bent at sevens. Then it's double figures the rest from team captain. Ah, that's probably an oxymoron. If you're the captain, you're probably in a team. Then it goes all the way through to the bottom where we've got Winifer at 91. Do we like anything here, mate? No, nah, the queue's in the rack, but it, it is an interesting race. It's the obviously the feature race of the card. Per Sand was a horse who I sort of sort of like last start, but couldn't quite pull the trigger. It's probably the horse to beat, um, but it is being asked to carry 60.5 kilos over the 2,800. It'll, it'll roll to the front, but I just think there's a little bit of pressure up front uh, this in this race station one will probably roll forward i think vegas night will roll forward as well so i think they might take a sit on persan um i can understand why you'd want to back persan but i just think that um it's not going to get a, as good a time in front as it did last start sound is probably obviously it's in the market it's a danger regal lion is coming from the different form line but been up a while. Is there any improvement in it this campaign? Does get Jamie Carr, obviously. Uh, that's a big positive, positive no matter uh, who she's replacing. So, um, And Noble Heights is probably the horse I'm against. If it couldn't beat Persan last start, I don't think it's going to beat it today. I thought it had every chance there. So, look, Persan's probably on top, um, but not with heaps of confidence. And therefore, can't have a bet in the race. I've noticed a horse in this race, Vegas Knight. Have you ever been to Vegas yourself? Uh, yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> the, way, the way you answered that was like you're in a legal deposition or something, like giving trial evidence. Uh, yes, I have, and uh, pleading the fifth. I know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but a simple yes would have sufficed. It was very, you were very straight. We went to Coachella one year, and then we went to Vegas afterwards. Oof, double dipping. I'm not really a gambler on the... Um, pokies but i um no i think it was a, i think on the pokies and i put some money in and won a couple hundred bucks and so i was happy with yeah, that of course you did you're that bloke are you hey this game's fun how do you play i'm gonna win some money meanwhile i'm scrounging around on the dollar table hoping to get comp drinks <laughs> from someone working five jobs to pay off their kids mortgage depressing times <laughs> i don't think i'd survive vegas i genuinely don't think it's I'm, I'm i shouldn't go i blatantly should not go You've never been? You've never been! No, I haven't. I haven't been. Um, I think there's pictures of me at the airport, actually, when you arrive. Degenerate. Do not let in. And you know you're doing something pretty severely morally bankrupt when they won't let you into yeah, Vegas. Let anyone they, in, don't they? Yeah, they do. Even Leonard Copeland. They do. Let's get stuck into the last on the card, the Georgie Watson over 1,400. Coming in at favouritism at the moment is Victory Bay with your last Jamie Carr on board. Obfuscation, great word at 550. Asian legend, Asian legend at 750. I'm not sure. Corona lad at 10, and then it's double figures the rest. Are we thinking this is too tough? It's way too hard, obviously. There's not a lot of speed in the race. That's probably the main thing to take out of the race. I think Victory Bay, with the obviously the favourite with the big jockey change car on board, it'll probably try and sit a little bit closer than it has previously. Um, Obfuscation? Is that how you pronounce it? Obfuscation. Yeah. T- 
to make something a bit murky and unclear. A bit like this card, really. A bit too difficult, it's this about, race. That's about fourth emergency. So it might not get a run. Al Cadorbe's um there's obviously a chance that the, the but yeah, it was just way too hard. I was sort of I was looking at Victory Bargo, is this a bet, is this a bet? And they did open it up a bigger price than the current price of three forty. It was about four dollars and you know, in hindsight probably it probably was a bet at four bucks, but now it's tightened up. Uh, it's probably likely to continue to tighten up. I I couldn't dive in at that price. Fair enough. Nor should you. You've had a good day already. We've started off the new year with a plum. I just went down the list here and I've noticed there's actually a horse. At first glance, it's called Super Aussie. Yeah, At yeah. first glance, I thought it was Super Nazi. <laughs> I thought, crikey, fairly ambitious branching out from the Marvel Universe. Anyway, let's run through the card. The first day of the new year at Flemington, race one. We are shouldering arms. Croatian Bell's the only one to have actually raced. And you can't find form when there's none that exists. Race two, Papillon for the French novelist fans out there. Race three, Belled Riche. Race four, we're turning grapes into wine with Vermentino. Race five is impossible. Bit of a cop-out, I think, Ben. Can't spell impossible without possible. If is the middle word in life. Ergo, therefore, it is possible. Race six, we're all over Paldoro. The horse of the summer, you heard it here first. And races seven and eight, we're just sitting back and counting cash. Yeah, and if I had to label one best bet, it would probably be Papillon Club in race two. Paldora, I, do, I like all the horses that I've labelled as bets. I think Papillon Club would be awfully hard to beat. I think Ballot Reach in the mayor's race will uh, prove too classy. Vermentino, if it goes to Flemington, It'll be hard to beat. I think he's destined for better races. And, and as I mentioned, I think Paldoro could be the, the horse who emerges through the summer. Horse of the summer. I love that. Sounds like a real Daryl Braithwaite amalgam of horses and one summer. <laughs> Bound to hit the top of the charts this summer. And hopefully your hip pocket. All right, punters, that's it from us. Thanks to Mint Sports and Mint Bet. Download the app, rate, subscribe, follow. I'm not too sure how it works, but I've heard it is pertinent to your enjoyment and to our success. So let's get both of those things going. Enjoy your day, set a limit, stick to it, and best of luck. Thank you, Benny. Thanks, Sonny. Have a good one. You too, champion. Enjoy, punters.